I greet you all in the wonderful name of the living Jesus Christ, our Lord and our wonderful Savior. This is another day that the Lord has made for us to rejoice and be glad in Him. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you once again. This is our second episode, A Word of Faith with me, Lily Tumaseko. I do not take this moment for granted. It's not like something that had to happen, but I thank God for giving me this opportunity and I am humbled by everyone that has been listening from the first episode. It's really surprising the feedback that we have received. Today, obviously, I just want to talk about something very uh, very close to my heart, um, though it's in a matter of a quote that I recently heard. Actually, I've known it for a longer time, but I've recently been reminded it goes, desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperate times call for desperate measures. The scripture that we're going to be reading today is found in the book of St. Luke, chapter 18. I'll be reading verse 38, 39, and verse 40. Actually, we can start it from verse 35. It reads as follows. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. Verse 36. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. Verse 37, they told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. Verse 38, he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 39, those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 40, Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see, he replied. Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Verse 43, immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God when all people saw it, they also praised God. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that most of us have heard the story. Most of us have have have, have uh, a much more familiarity to the story. We understand that at this particular point, Jesus has been teaching through parables. Jesus has also, uh, not so long ago, predicted that he is going to die. And this was the third time. In this particular scripture, or in this particular chapter, it's when Jesus have been te- has been telling the parables of the persistent widow, as well as the Pharisee and the uh, tax collector. But ladies and gentlemen, at this particular point, Jesus is walking with his disciples, and also a crowd is surrounding them. Now, as they are walking, there comes a man, uh, which we can say it was uh, um, convenience 
um, um, to the man, but he did not see what was happening. He only heard and he could hear the commotion that there is something that is currently happening. And when he asked what was happening and he heard that Jesus is passing by, Jesus is not coming to him. Jesus has his own agenda. Jesus is on his own way. There's somewhere he needs to be besides coming to him. He did not uh, um, have time on Jesus' schedule. He was not scheduled to be meeting up with Jesus at this present moment. He, 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 he was not on the schedule. It was not in any way that he was part of the miracles of the day. According to the planning of the day, he was not in accordance to what we see as human beings. God might have known, but us as human beings had not planned that it would be so. But at this particular moment, at this present time, what happens is he is allowed to know that Jesus is here. And now as soon as that happens, as soon as he realizes that Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, he shouts. The Bible tells us he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the Bible tells us that the people that were with Jesus, the people that surrounded, that led the crowd, that led the way, rebuked him and told him to be quiet. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's just stop there. These are people that are with Jesus. These are people that are supposed to know that Jesus loves everyone. These are people that have seen the heart of Jesus with the love of everyone. These are people that are supposed to understand that no one should be exempted from meeting up with Jesus. But first things first, Allow me the opportunity today to speak freely and say sometimes it's the people that go to church that are supposedly supposed to spend time with Jesus that often try and rebuke people from meeting up with Jesus. Sometimes it's the people in church, not to speak against church at this present moment, but sometimes even the people that go to church are sometimes the reason why people do not meet up with Jesus. Sometimes the people that are supposed to be connecting Jesus to the people, the people that are supposed to be linking the masses, everyone else with Jesus are actually the ones that try to stop them from meeting Jesus. Sometimes the people that we call fellow Christians are the reason why some people never get the opportunity to meet Jesus. A fair warning, I pray. Allow God to work in your heart so that you are never the reason why someone never meets Jesus. I pray that we are never the reason why someone did not get or get the help of God in their lives. Some people need to see the power of God. 
Some people need the mercy of God in their life. But sometimes we are the ones that are standing as a stumbling block between them and meeting Jesus. I pray that that doesn't happen. But the story continues. That after he was told that at this specific moment, at this time, that he needs to to, to be quiet. The Bible tells us he even shouted louder because of the desperation that we have. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we can afford to look cute in church. Sometimes we can afford to sit there and, and, and act as though we have it all together. But when desperate times come, when you are really in a corner, when you really need the hand of God in your life, this is the time where we need to shout louder. This man shows us that when you are desperate for the hand of God in your life, first things that you first thing that you need to do is to overcome the voice of the people that are surrounding you, the people that tell you this is not the way things are done. This is not how we shout towards God. This is not how we cry towards God. If we would remember the story of Hannah, that at some specific point, as she was crying out to God, it was seen as though she was drunk. But ladies and gentlemen, when you are desperate for the hand of God, remember, it needs for you to move from the normal setting. By that, I mean from you trying to look in a specific manner, for you to be that person that looks as though everything is kept together. But when desperate time comes, a desperate measure of moving out of your flesh needs to be taken. By moving out of your flesh means forget about how people will look at you. Forget about how people will think and assume is going on in your life. Forget about the things, the way that they look at a specific point. Forget about the people and start shouting, God, I need you. Ladies and gentlemen, we understand that our God is a God that can hear. Our God is a God that has an ear for us. He can hear us, but you need to move out of your bubble and start calling and crying out to him. Understanding that we won't be silenced by people that do not know our pain. You need to understand that the people that are around you do not understand the pain that you are in. We need to understand, we need to go back to the times where we went to church And as soon as we got to church, we started laying at the altar, crying to God that God, please heal our loved ones. God, please heal our land. God, please come through for us. Because sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, we need to understand, not even sometimes, that most of our problems do not need a human profession, but they need a God intervention. But in those desperate times, we need to ensure that we scream, out to our God. We cry with the loudest cry to say, God, we need your mercy now. Ladies and gentlemen, 
The time of looking cute is over. The time of acting as though we have it all together is over. When you really need the help of our God, we need to tap into our deepest and most sincerest cries and cry out to God. We can call unto him. We can cry unto him when you have no one to understand your pain and desperate times when you really need the hand of God to work on your mother, when you need the hand of God to touch your parents, when you need the hand of God to come through for you and your children, when we need the hand of God because it seems as though nothing will ever work in your academics, we call unto our God and cry to him saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, with the scripture, I am here to say, at the same time, I want you to understand that as this man cried out, he believed that Jesus would heal him. At the same time, though he cried, that Jesus have mercy on me, that in our desperation, allow faith to stick or allow faith to be within you. Do not lose your faith because of the desperate times. Desperate times need you to still have faith that God is the only one that can solve my problem. If God could come through, if God would intervene, this is the only way that my situation is going to be okay. This is the only way that everything will be solved. This is how we learn that from the scripture. Verse 42 says, Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Ladies and gentlemen, even in desperate times, we need to stick to our faith. We still need to have faith in God. The Bible says, now faith is the substance of the things we hope for. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the evidence of the things we cannot see. That is our faith. And as much as you can see that your situation is bad, in as much as you can see that it is in its worst conditions, but you can still have faith in God and say, if God would come through, if God would step in, everything will be okay. When you're crying out to him, saying that if you do not come through for me, there's no one else that can solve this problem. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the word of the Lord. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord be with you. Join us in prayer. After listening to this podcast, join us in prayer that as you are praying for whatever problem that you are faced with, but pray also understanding that God will come through for you. Faith tells us that in as much as we do not see it with our sights, physically, even even though it's not physically in front of us, but through faith, we receive whatever that we were praying for. May God bless you. I'm still praying for you. And lastly, please, I humble myself in front of you. Follow our pages, like, comment, and share. Share it with the loved one. Share it with someone that needs to hear. And also try and also comment if you can. May the Lord bless you. We love you in the mighty name of the living Jesus Christ. Amen.